I'm Amanda Silver. And I'm Alex Howard. And this is Dirty Laundry. So how was how was your Valentine's Day? Let it all talk about it. <laughs> well, I had a great Valentine's Can't Day. I just had a really like great day. The kids gave me cards and I gave them cards and chocolates and it was like just think there's so much hype about oh, valentine's sure. day and so listen i've been divorced for many years so like it doesn't really affect me i feel like as it once did and mm. so people will be like how are you doing today I'm like, <laughs> it's a fair question though I'm like great i'm like i know i'm like i got chocolates i'm like i don't i don't feel that but yeah. i do see how others can who are maybe more new to the divorce okay, world but who did you get chocolates least- from from my kids like my okay. parents so you're kids. celebrating just in a in your own way yeah yeah I think that's the thing. And my sister. I think, <laughs> okay, so cute. I know. I know. Yeah. Like, is it all only about romantic love? I don't is think so. Is it about any kind of love? I mean, I love all the love. I love all the love. But historically, it is really of like, course. okay. I think it's changed. I think Valentine's mm-hmm. Day has changed where it's not just about, you know, the guy gives the girl the roses. I think it's right. about celebrating the people you, in your life that you love. Yeah, I like right? that. Like, like a like lot that. of my girlfriends are messaging me, happy Valentine's Day. I'm yeah, like, happy cute. Valentine's Day, right? Yeah. Like, I think it's yeah. just my kids and my sister. I'm like, right. I don't know. I just don't, I think it's, I think it's evolving. So when we were kids, my grandparents, yeah. they were immigrants. They didn't really, you know, get a lot of the culture and stuff and really do Valentine's Day. And so they came here and like, what is this fun celebration? <laughs> like, yeah. So they would always give us cards yeah. and flowers and all this stuff. And we yeah. would always try and explain to them, no, no, it's, it's romantic love. And like, we don't care. We just love. Yeah. We love you and we I want love to tell it. you. So the, Valentine's Day just reminds me of them. Yeah. And like the sweetness of all of the love. Like every morning grew up. When I was a kid, every morning, every Valentine's Day morning, we'd wake up and there'd be chocolates and stuffed animals like at our spot on the oh. kitchen table for my parents. So for Cute. me, that's what this is about. So when my kids woke up Valentine's Day morning, I had the same thing mm, ready that. for them. So it had nothing to do with partners. It was right. just... Showing people that you love that you care yeah, about. That's them. really cute. Yeah. It's only really ever been about partners. But let me tell you, this year I derived the most pleasure from Valentine's Day in watching my kids write cards to their significant well, others. They, oh, so we don't do that at our school because it's a Jewish day school. Okay. So we don't we don't, so you ex- don't we don't celebrate Saint Valentine. <laughs> we don't celebrate Saint Valentine. But no, we don't do that at school. So the kids don't exchange. Yeah. But I think that's adorable. It's very cute. And they both have, you know, their little love interests and was do they have to give it to sweet. the whole class, though? If you're going to do it, one, you do it all. You do all. So they, they so they just did it for their, their, their little specific, onesies. Okay. Yeah, which was really cute. So that so was nice. the highlight of my whole day. I was watching them. Yes. It was really sweet. Um, so funny story. So um, my my dad always like listens to our, obviously he listens to like every single episode. Oh, and for the first time he was listening to it through the podcast app. Ooh, how does he normally listen to it? I don't, honestly, I don't know. I oh, sent him a link mystery. and he was like, let me do it to the app. I'm like, okay, so download the app dad and listen to the episode. Anyways, he t- we were at my nephew's birthday, my niece's birthday party. And he takes me aside and he goes, Amanda, I gotta tell you something about your episode. I'm like, why? Is there I'm like, Dad, what's wrong with you? He's like, I don't know if you have to talk to your producer. Oh, it's Ryan's fault. I'm like, what did Ryan do? (laughs) Okay, he goes, or maybe you guys were just really hyper that day. I'm like, what do you mean we're hyper? He goes, talking so fast. He goes, he goes, I couldn't keep up. He's like, it was, was he's like, maybe you and Alex were like strung out on something or so much coffee, but you were talking so fast. He's like, Dad, give me me your phone. Let, Let me hear what, like, what's going on here? 
I see on his phone, he's 18 minutes in. So he sat for 18 minutes and listened to us speaking really fast. He had us on fast forward. Double speed. <laughs> Double speed. And he thought that, you know, we were either really like so really into the conversation or it was a production problem. It was I neither. Love him. He's the best. He's I our biggest I listen to everything on 1.5. And what? whenever we do road trips, I like have a speed up audio version of anything always 1.5 if not two sometimes if they're real slow what Jonathan's always like oh my god I'm gonna have an aneurysm turn it off how is, how is I listened to ours on 1.25 just to see what it sounded like and we were like zipping yeah no one it. I like one why whenever I'm editing I've listened to it on at least double I'm like, zip, it's one thing zip, if you've zip. heard it before and you're just looking for a for specific sure. thing but if you're listening to a podcast for the first time you can't listen to it on like dial yeah double time wow only so Sheldon it's possible you too can do it's, it it was giving me anxiety listening so this is exactly what it was he like said. yeah I was like oh my god and he, he tried he listened to it for like 18 so minutes sweet. he really did so well he's gonna love this episode I think because yeah, it's just so. you and I, and we are fired up. <laughs> We're fired up. So you are on it today. Make sure it's not on double just, speed. We got lots to talk about. You don't need about. it on double speed. No, my life is double speed right now. <laughs> I need to slow down. <laughs> I need rewind. Can we do a rewind episode? Just, you need just a slow, slow-mo. Slow-mo. Just like slow-mo your life a little bit. Yeah. You've got so much going on. Which is Which all is great amazing, things. amazing, amazing. So many clients yes. and now the DL community. And yes. there's just like a lot and it's, and it's great. Um, it is but it's so busy. Great. So speaking of the community, yes, we have some questions from the community. We do. So this, these are always my favorites because they're actual people like giving us their big concerns and yeah. asking for help. Yeah. And we don't always have answers per se, but we do love a good debate. So we are going to discuss some questions. Okay. So this one I really like. It is about sleep divorce. Have you heard of this? Sleep divorce? Yeah. No, so, tell me what this is. So it came from another podcast. Okay. That this one of our community members wrote in about. And basically it is the idea of sleeping in separate beds whilst still married. Okay. More like, is this a precursor to divorce? Like, is this a a, a sign of what's to come of living separately? Is this is this a sign that you're headed down mm -hmm. the road of divorce? So, a friend of mine okay. is an architect, okay, and he's been telling me that lately, what's really popular in new home design is his and hers, his and her masters with uh like a Jack and Jill bathroom. Oh. So you have your separate room. You share a bathroom, like that's your common space. Closet as well, same thing. So, okay. so master closet, master ensuite. Oh, I guess you can't say master anymore. I don't know. Principal. Primary, principal. principal bedrooms, two of them. Uh, his and hers, each bedroom. Why don't I have the two bathrooms? So this is what everybody says. One a, bed, two bathrooms. So apparently people are living, because we're now like this sort of 24-7 globalized society, yeah. folks are living really different schedules than their partners. Okay. And as a result, it's you're having disrupted sleep. They're coming in at different times. They're getting right. up at different times. So whatever that, and it, it wakes you up or, you know, interrupts your sleep. Uh -huh. So they would rather have their own bed, a real good night's sleep. <laughs> and I guess share a bathroom. Like you probably still have double vanities if you're bougie enough to be designing your home. Theoretically, you're designing it to fit and your you could needs. potentially have your own bathroom. And <laughs> potentially you could just do two. <laughs> really, it's I'll two see, primary bedrooms. I'll see in you all at my Christmas dinner. <laughs> 
lot. I think for people like maybe you're a doctor and you work night shifts or a, a nurse or whatever you're doing. Yeah, I think that people do it. They practice that for different reasons. Absolutely. Like you said, like for work, if someone's getting up really early yeah, and the other one doesn't you need have to have like, to. you know, the stock market in Hong Kong, you need to be up for that. Well, that's or the middle of the shower night. in another bathroom, maybe downstairs. Yep, like, we you, do that. You know, just yep. so you don't wake up the other person. Totally. And I think that's different than intentionally sleeping separately. What if you are just a really poor sleeper? Why? Why do you have your, to Why sleep deprive yourself sleep next to, to somebody? Sleep with some, like I'm here for boning still. Go have a sleepover every once in a while if <laughs> you like a <laughs> booty call from down the hall. Right? Like imagine that like brings a new spice to you your know what? life. You might be onto something. Come on over to mine. Yeah. Jump on into bed. Listen, as somebody who huh. really struggles with sleep generally, I'm a yeah. very light sleeper. Typically need like some sleep aids to get to bed, a sleep story, earplugs, oh, the whole nine. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of dig it. Mm. And I think if you are sleep deprived, especially if you've got kids, you're sleep deprived yeah. or you're, you know, running on various different schedules. Guess what? Your day now sucks because you've had interrupted sleep. Right. Versus not a great night's sleep. I'm going to show up as my best version of myself. Our our time together will be better. Again, sleepovers None. are an option. Yeah, it's, it's, not a, it's not a bad thing. I don't hate it. I think as long as both people want it. Yes. And, oh, and that, or me, it's communicated in a way that's not like, oh, I, I can't, can't stand you anymore. I can't so be with I'm you anymore. Down the- <laughs> I'm going to the spare room. I think if it happens where it's like they both, it's, it has nothing to do with like how they feel about each other or how they're treating each other. Or it's just like, I, I just need a night's sleep. Yeah. I think yeah. it, I can think it can work. But I think if like, you've been sleeping in the same bed for so long and then there's like an argument and something happens and then all of a sudden it's like I'm down the hall and I'm not coming back. Then there's a problem. Different story. Yeah. 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 So really to answer the question of the, is this a precursor to actual divorce? Sleep divorce. I think not if you're doing it for- Like out of love. Yeah. Or or out of just like your own need. I need to have a good night's sleep in order to do X, Y, and Z. Great. I'm asleep downstairs versus, as you said. I'm angry. You're annoying to I'm me. Det- or I'm detached and yeah. there's there's a difference. Big time difference. I'm not coming home at night, not because I'm working, but because I'm doing other exactly. things exactly. and I'm just going to sleep in the other room. Then then there's then there's some issues. And it's yeah. time to open up so that conversation. I think you have to look at like, how that mm-hmm. started. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah. great question. Sleep yeah. divorce. Like message us if you're doing this and if it's working if for it's you. it's working, yeah. I'd love to hear. Question number two. So we've been struggling in our marriage and haven't been intimate for a while. Okay. My husband suggests that we try a threesome to spice things mm. up. What should I do? Is this a recipe for disaster? Okay. I mean, great question. Also, fair warning, super vanilla. <laughs> so take that with a grain of salt. I'm here for spicing up mm-hmm. the sex life. If yep. that's something that, again, both want. Both. And both willing to try. Mm-hmm. I worry that it's a distraction to bring in a third party. Okay. Like I wonder From like if, what's the issue? Mm-hmm. Well, okay. and we don't know the issue. So right. first step, obviously, what's your issue? If if it's just to like increase in some, excitement, yeah, yeah, like bring in something novel, maybe start with just the two of you and something you know, along those lines versus bringing in a third party. But what if like this Which person- is so funny because we always talk about how bringing a third party in, like oh. professionally. <laughs> a neutral third party. But again, if it's something 
both people want. Why not? Well, this person that wrote in, it's it's her husband who's suggesting who's, it. Someone's got to suggest it. There always has to be one person who needs to be bold enough. I mean, there's different people do do different like arrangements. Like some people decide they want to have more of an open relationship, which yep. I don't think is for everyone, but yep. might work for some people. I think bringing in a, you know, a third person into like the bedroom you know, I don't know. I think you have to tread cautiously mm-hmm. because, and I think there needs to be like some ground rules too. Like I love is, boundary setting. Like, yeah. Like, is this someone who is like going to be like in a thruple with them? Like, are they going to have a- Very con- different. Right? Like, is this yeah. someone who's going to be involved in their life? And like, are they going right. to be like a plural relationship? I think by the question, is it just saying phys- threesome, I think it this sounds- is just physical. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like a one-off. Hmm. It's like a one-off what person. What if it becomes a more-off? A more-off. I don't know. <laughs> more than one-off. I don't know. A three-off. <laughs> I'm having like, way too much fun with this. Um, but yes, I don't know. Seriously, I think it warrants a bigger conversation around what the intentions are. Because again, if it's just to spice things up, that's fun. And ever, you know, all willing participants, all the consent, et cetera, et cetera, spectacular. Yeah. If it's a band-aid or a distraction. Which it might be. Which it or might be. Also, I want to know which gender. Sure. I think that's important too. Mm-hmm. Because this is a hetero couple, so it's a mm-hmm. woman and a man, and he's suggesting a threesome. Is he suggesting that they bring in another woman? Yeah. Or another man? Good question. And I think that will impact the whole dynamic too. Um, which, which brings us <laughs> to our next question. Question three is even juicier than question two. I think he's gay. Do I stay? Ooh. So I did make that question silly just because it rhymed and it was just, fun. Just for fun, but, but there it was more context. Yeah, no, well, there was more context. Okay, right. So, so tell, us, tell us the rest. They live happily. They coexist happily. Okay. They haven't been romantic, obviously, since his coming out. To her. To her. He's okay. realized this. He's told her. Privately. Just privately, to her. Okay. The two of them have had this conversation. They have, you know, talked ad nauseum about it, right? And the question is, really, I think, do you want to stay living as roommates, essentially, and co-parenting? Right. And living together under one roof, but really living separate romantic lives. Uh-huh. And being okay with that. And being okay with that. And right. I think in theory, it's all wonderful until there's an introduction of a new partner. So that's the thing. If if she's okay with it and she stays and kind of like looks the other way and lets him do his thing mm-hmm. and has partners, but yep. they still co-parent in their roommates and she maybe she explores and she meets somebody, it can get tricky. I mean, because- they would definitely need to have two primary bedrooms. Oh, def- entrances, baby. <laughs> I mean, and yeah, and maybe like, that's something that you don't leave until that comes up. Like once that arises, the need for for introduction of new partners and, you know, that. But what if that's off the table? Like it's like they're going to stay together. Uh, never have new love? No, they're going to stay together. They're going to have physical interactions with other people, mm. but they're still married they're still married they're still still gonna go for dinner with their friends they're still gonna go on family trips they're still gonna keep up the charade oh is it a charade it's a charade oh interesting okay interesting theory so like because maybe maybe i mean uh uh you were the one who who responded to this inquiry but maybe she doesn't want to like change like Mm. what they have maybe maybe they have like a good thing going and they you know, they get along really well and mm-hmm. like they mm-hmm. have a nice life together yeah. and all of these yeah. things. The thing that's missing though is 
is a sex issue. It's just the sex. And so maybe and the intimacy. Well, like, of course that comes with yeah. it. But maybe can that be over can that be overlooked? And can they still be like a happily married couple? So unique. I don't know. So I told is her, it so unique though? Or well, or are there so. more people who are married to people who are maybe homosexual and they're just mm, married? Yeah. Or maybe they know. Maybe that they went into that relationship knowing, like eyes wide open, I'm mm. going to be with this person, but they have a different sexual orientation and will never be physical. I don't know if they go into it knowing or okay. if they maybe they've got married young and then it comes out yeah, later, sure. like they come to the realization yeah. later. Um, I just think it seems like a denial of like happiness. Of your true self, of like being yeah. yours. And like, is that- both. I think it's, I feel bad for the person who feels that they need to stay in the closet. Mm. Like, shouldn't they just be able to be- One would hope. Themselves yeah. and live their like free, true life. But everyone's situation is different. Maybe they have some family pressure or yeah. who knows? Yeah. I don't know. Well, I obviously told her I was going to bring this to the pod. Yeah. So She's for okay those that are wondering, yeah. yes, we had approval. Um because it is this situation of right now it's working so well and you don't want to upset the apple cart. But I truly believe that once you bring in a, a third party and not in the threesome way that we no, were just talking about. No, not a about. shared third party, but it's like, even if they start being physical with other people, yeah. someone's going to develop feelings. I think so. Right? What if she meets a guy? Why and not? She, like you like, should. They so should find like, love again. There can be maybe they, but they are ship yeah. love. Yeah, but, but I think it gives a lot of love for each other, yeah. but just not be physical. Physical, and maybe. Well, and I think what I what I actually thought you were going to say earlier was how many are living this way where they're not necessarily of a different sexual orientation, but they simply live as roommates. Like that intimacy. So that I hear a, that yeah. I hear a lot. That's yeah. more more common. I think, yeah. especially with the work that we do, where they totally. come to us and they haven't. They haven't slept together in a long time. Yeah. And you'd be surprised how long. Yeah. And I guess like in those instances, you really do need to ask yourself, am I depriving myself of, of something more? Right. Or am I truly content? I mean, people are asexual, right? Like you can live. And if you're still having, let's say physical contact, there's hugs, there's, you know, yeah. that sort of touch where you're still getting it. Plus- you're raising kids. Like there's so many factors. And if it's yeah. working, I don't- If it's working and you're happy, you know, you do yeah. you, but- I just think it's limited to how long it can work. Yeah. And I also think that you shouldn't have to live that way. So if yeah. you're in a sexless marriage, there are other options, you know, well, to and here's explore. A, like you don't have yeah. to just live in, and, and you're not alone. Like there's a lot of people who are in those Absolutely. positions. Sometimes they end up getting divorced. Sometimes mm -hmm. they end up going to counseling and working on it. But like, yeah. I think that needs to be addressed. Because I think here's sort of like almost a, 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 let's say segue, but if you are simply not having sex in your marriage, if you are still both, let's say, attracted to even each other, but just that gender, okay. right? Like if we're taking, you know, uh, it doesn't even matter whether you're homosexual or heterosexual. Taking sexual orientation same. off, of, yeah. off like, of the- if you've, if you've ceased being intimate in your relationship, but there's always the possibility of reconnecting, mm -hmm. then I almost want to say that that's different than 
you you are not attracted to this person. You now have a completely different orientation than you did, let's say, when you entered the marriage. There's no hope of bringing that intimacy back. I find the whole sexless marriage thing totally fascinating. And how people do, like, years, I've heard. And happily. I just, I don't... You don't believe it? No, I believe it. I just don't... No, you don't believe that they can do it happily? Yeah. I think there's some there's something... There's a void there. There is. Mm. Yeah. And you think eventually... Unless they're both asexual. Unless for right. some reason two like asexual people have found each other and they're perfectly content with not having any, you know, physical, you know, relationship. I think... I don't think that's usually the case. It's usually one and not the other. Okay. Well, let's turn the tables entirely okay. and go to question four. Which is... Which is... We've been divorced now for six months and continue to have sex. Ooh. Mm. Okay. They've been divorced. They've been separated. This is like breakup sex, but ongoing. Isn't breakup sex to like get back together? Well, that's makeup, makeup sex. sex. <laughs> right. Okay. So this is ongoing breakup sex. Ongoing divorce sex. Oh, separation sex. Yeah. Hmm. Now, I have to say, I have seen this with couples who have decided to separate but are still living together whilst, you know, coming up with their agreement, et cetera, et cetera, yeah. working on the divorce. And there have been, let's call them slips. It's like you're literally still in the same bed, right? We we don't live in mansions where you can just go to the guest uh, room. You're still- always the same bed. Most people, I think most people who separate, there's a move to like the basement or there's a lot of people who are not moving. There's There's nowhere to move. Yeah. Okay. I've only had one uh, file where they're still in the same bed, but okay. So irregardless of beds. Yes. I can understand how, if you are in this same vicinity, you're living in the same home, kind of like slip into your older habitual kind of relationship. I actually have heard from some clients where they felt pressure Mm. which is not, which I don't like that either, where they have this sort of, it's like this looming pressure. Like an expectation? Yeah, and I've always tried to like, you know, empower them and tell them like, no, no, no. safe space. Yeah, there's obviously that discussion too. Um, But this sounds like it's like a willing- Willing participants. Very willing participants who are just, this is the thing. Like, I think it could like mess with your separation date. Like legal stuff. Like, can't it? Like, I don't know. Like you've separated- Mm-hmm. Okay, on January 3rd. And yeah. then you're sleeping together on March 3rd? Doesn't matter. As long as you both understand that you are yeah, separated. Yeah, I, I just, yeah, I don't know. As long as there's agreement on that date, and it was clearly communicated, legalities be no, damned. I know. I don't, I don't mean we that you're going to have to prove. Pose this to Mike. Yeah, I don't think you have to prove your, you know, your sex life in court. That's not what I mean. I just think one person might say, well, actually, you know, mm-hmm. we were sleeping together. So how are we actually yeah. separated? Yeah. So that yeah. just might be a bit more of a... I mean, pickle? it blurs a lot of lines. It blurs some lines, yeah. But does it mean something? Here's a thought. Maybe you do a trial separation. Mm-hmm. So maybe, maybe these people are not ready to actually separate. Okay. They're still sleeping together. There's but, still something there. Yeah, but you can be attracted to somebody and not want to be married to them. You can have I real think, good sex and not want to have a relationship with that person. But don't you think if you've had, like, you've got kids together, you were, you're married, you have this <sighs> whole history. How can you then separate that and just keep it physical? 
Can yes, you? Maybe the sex is just that good. They're not willing to give it up. But they're going to have to eventually, aren't they? I don't know. Who are we to say? They're always just going to hook up? Maybe. Two consenting adults. No, not that they can't. I just don't know how that's going to work with this, like, divorce. And then... These are some good questions. I like these conversations. Can you be divorced and still hook up with your ex? I think as long as you're not maybe in a new relationship, an exclusive Again, relationship. you have to have some ground rules for this. Ground rules, lots of conversations like, it around was, it. We were in love. We did have a marriage, but now it's just, now we're going back and we're mm-hmm. just going to be physical. Mm-hmm. But it is interesting. And I think what it really points to is that there are so many components to a relationship. Yeah. Right? So maybe there's no physicality, but the relationship works. Maybe there's only physicality and the relationship did not work, right? Like there's yeah. so, there's, it's so nuanced and it's so individual. And to really have, I don't know, an opinion or a viewpoint. Well, you can. Is making so many assumptions. Yeah. I mean, I love to have a good debate about it, but ultimately it, as long as I think the two people or whoever is involved, mm-hmm. three, however, many. Or who knows? Or multiples <laughs> of, of any kind, provided that, it is open and it is transparent and everyone is in agreement, right? Ground rules, yes. et cetera. Yes. Who's so to like, say? I'm just picturing that like these people are divorced mm-hmm. and like dad's like climbing out mom's window. Oh my God. He's like, oh, sorry. I just, you know, I forgot your lunchbox. That's why I was here. Because they don't want to tell the kids. They don't want to tell the kids. They're sneaking around. Throwing pebbles at Yeah, the like teenagers. They're so sneaking cute. around. Why do I love that so much I know. More? I think that's hysterical. <laughs> that is so adorable. Mom, I heard voices in your room. Oh, no, honey. It was just the TV. <laughs> Dad, oh, no. <laughs> I think at the end of the day, if you're sleeping in separate beds, if you're having lots of sex, if you're having no sex, if it works for you, Godspeed. There you go. Right? There you go. I mean, yeah. Everyone's relationship is so different. I think it just stem, it all boils down to communication. Always. Just communicate with the person that you're doing this with. Yes. Make sure you're on the same page yeah. so that you can avoid, yeah. you know, any landmines. Sure. And you're good to go. And you're good to go. Yeah. I mean, why not? As long as you're not harming anyone. Yeah. Who are we to judge? This episode was written and created by Alex Howard and Amanda Silver. Produced, edited, and engineered by RTF Productions. Make sure to rate and review our show if you loved it and give us a follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you stream your podcast to stay up to date on all upcoming episodes. Thanks for listening and go easy on us. We're not your ex.